Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. Baseball family, welcome back to another episode of the Baseball Together podcast. We are super excited for you to be here. As always, I am Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes, and I'm here with Blackjack Brad. Yeah, and for some reason, it's really muggy tonight, so I'm probably going to be like sweating a lot. Like a lot. You know what's so funny? I'm in a hoodie. Oh my gosh. Man, it's like 100 degrees, and like. You're gonna, you're probably gonna curse me out for this, but it's like forty percent humidity. <laughs> I'm so hot. I'm so yeah. hot. Uh-huh. I was fine. I was fine. 102 yeah. all day, and then it's supposed to rain tonight. And it got really muggy, and now I'm like, no, no, not about this monsoon weather. Listen, so. it the there was a thunderstorm so intense last night. I wasn't sure we were not on fire. Honestly. <laughs> We, it, it takes a lot for me to wake up in the middle of the night and I, one o'clock in the morning, I'm looking around like, wow, this is, you know, the lightning flashes Mm -hmm. and the sky explodes almost exactly the same moment. That's pretty, (laughs) that's crazy. And if you haven't had that experience, I highly recommend you do it in a safe location. Definitely. We had that, that woke us all up on, I think it was Sunday morning. We had one of those woke us all up. It's like, oh, Oh, good morning. So good time. Yeah. Well, mine was morning, too, technically. One o'clock in the morning is yeah. still the morning. <laughs> I think mine was like five, just before we were getting up anyway, thanks to a oh, four-year-old awesome. in our house. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> all right, baseball family, now that that's all taken care of, <laughs> we, <laughs> we're we going to cut this uh, episode down to two segments for you. We know you need this information down and dirty, and we're going to give it to you that way. So we're going to talk current events first, and then we're going to talk trade deadline reactions second, it should be Tuesday morning when you're listening to this. We are recording at 11 o'clock Eastern on Monday night. So buckle up and let's get at her. Giolito. Your guy. Giolito throws a no-no, baby. What do you mm. think of that? How you like them apples is what I want to know. Well, I immediately thought of you when this happened because you've been, you've been driving the Giolito train for, I mean, since we started this thing about a year ago. and That's right. And, and he... I, I feel like it's expected, and it's just the beginning of what we're going to see from that guy because he's legit. He's legit, dude. He's yeah. the real deal. So, yeah, I yeah. think I think it's just the beginning with him. He's very good. He's a very good pitcher, and I was actually really excited for him. thought it was cool. And we've said the White Sox are, are a very good team, and you can't throw a no-hitter by yourself. That's right. You know, no, you it can't. takes defense behind you, and I th- I think those White Sox, man, I mean, right now, right now, this moment, the White Sox are on top. Well, they're tied for first in the tied AL Central first. with right. the Cleveland Indians. So That's amazing. Come get it, Southside. Go do Come it. Come and get it. Bring it home. Let's yep. park the ship in the harbor. That's what in I say. Half. 
It's a different harbor. There's probably not a harbor nearby. And if there was, they wouldn't say it that way. No. But the point is, maybe it's time for a ship in South Southside Chicago. Okay. Could be. Moving on to John Bertie stole three, three bases in one inning. <laughs> ah! Look, listen, this is the most exciting thing to happen to baseball since the 2020 season started, <laughs> I think. Because what? this is small ball. This is what we've been saying for forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and so, Brick, did you see how he stole home? Like, like, yes, the dude stole second. I've seen a lot of that this week. I've been watching. Yeah. I mean, the Mariners still bases like crazy, and I it's it's blowing my mind. I love That's it. That's the only so, thing they know how to do right now. Yeah. Just about, yeah. So, yeah, right. <laughs> so he stole second. Like, that's it's kind of par for the course yeah. for me these days. Good then he you. stole third, yeah. and I'm like, that's fantastic. But did you see how he stole home? Did you see that video? I, I did not, actually. So what he did was he kind of got – he kind of kept his, his lead, you know, and then – the catcher kind of stepped out in front of home plate and almost like pump faked him, but he's still checking on him to see where he was. And he just kind of lobbed yeah. the ball back to the pitcher. And man, my dad always told me growing up, he said, throw that ball back to the pitcher. Like you mean it, especially if there's somebody on base. It's like, yeah, who cares? Nobody's going to run. Well, he ran, he ran <laughs> and he stole home and he tripped just as he got into like the, the circle, you know, he tripped yeah, and right, then he, right. he like, he got it. And man, he got in behind the tag is amazing. Absolutely fantastic! I love guys like that, and I don't. Know I do that, too. I don't know that he's a regular, um, but he's doing everything he can to keep himself a roster spot to make himself a regular. And if yeah. that's what it takes this this season, especially for guys who aren't supposed to be on the the roster because they're maintaining a twenty nine man roster, if those yep. extra three guys are like, I got to steal some bases, got to contribute, stay on this team. That's perfect. So be it. I'm here for it. Yes. Now, this is the 54th time that stealing three bases in one inning has ever happened, ever. Not That's very amazing. many times. Not very and many it's times. The, right, and it's only the fifth time since the year 2000. So, in 20 mm-hmm. years, only five people now have stolen three bases in a single inning. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. it is. With all, yeah. that's, and think about that. With all the innings that have been played, oh, just since geez. 2000, only five. And then all the innings that have been played ever... That's when you really think about it on that level, man. That's it's quite a feat. Going Willie so Mays. So now on. I want to know how do you like them apples? Is what I want to know. <laughs> I like them. Those are the apples we should begin analyzing. I like those apples. Like yeah, you do. Yeah. All right, Brad. You 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 had you brought this to my attention. You said something about Manny down under, and I got to be honest, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, so Manny Ramirez. But I need you to tell us. Yeah, go ahead. Manny Ramirez is playing baseball again. We talked earlier as a, oh, a few months ago about right. how he's going to how he was going to play in Hong Kong, didn't work out. So, he's yes. going down under. He's going to play for the Sydney Blue Sox. Oh, jeez. Little shout out to my niece real quick, which I thought that was cool to the Blue Sox cuz my niece plays for a travel softball team called the Blue Sox. Oh, fabulous. Super cool. Thought that was great. Yeah, rad. that is super cool. So, so now I've been watching Australian baseball. I mean, not watching it, but I've been keeping up with the fact that they, that, you know, some of the details of Australian baseball for mm, probably a year now okay. um, on various social channels. And, and I think that that's really interesting because they are one of the up and coming markets 
uh, mm-hmm. worldwide for the game. So that's interesting that that's where he landed. And when mm-hmm. you get, honestly, when you say Manny, I think you know Machado. Oh. I don't. <laughs> I'm not thinking about Manny being Manny <laughs> doing his thing. He's going to have to get rid of that's a that's a whole new hemisphere, man. That's like <laughs> no. I I honestly like with, despite all the stories I've heard about Australia and crazy whatever, I don't know if they're ready for it. I don't know if you could really know. prepare yourself for Manny being Manny. Dude, we couldn't the Boston wasn't ready for Manny being Manny. <laughs> Manny was prepared ready for as Manny it gets. Being Manny. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, good luck to you, but yeah, yeah. And he's he's 48. So he's right. he's not a young buck anymore, to say the least. But yeah. I mean, somebody okay. who, have you? So here's this is the other thing with that though. Okay, I've seen video of him taking BP. Mm-hmm. And he he's still got it. I mean, the thing is, he's not going to be hitting hundred mile an hour fastballs in Australia. So no, I exactly. Mean, if, I mean, he's probably going to be hitting KBO type stuff, which is like 85, 90 tops. I mean. With that swing, um, he he's going to hit a few out, and they're going to go a long ways because he's still well, got that swing. Well, for sure they are. He's, yes. he's still got the swing. So, Okay, so I have a question. Okay. What is it about these older, retired, and I say older as lovingly as possible, okay, <laughs> but these older, retired, former phenoms, mm-hmm. huge impact on their sport, huge impact on society as a whole, talk about Manny Machado, mm-hmm. um, coming back into their sport. And what's, what's interesting is the two sports I follow most are boxing and baseball. Mm-hmm. And it's happening in both sports. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I don't understand. Mike Tyson is going to fight um, Freak. I just forgot his name. Oh, my gosh. I'm Stop. not sure. I'll look it up. Go ahead. No, I'm looking it up. Well, no, I know what you mean, though, and it, I feel like it comes Roy from, Jones Jr. That's right. Roy that Jones, was, Roy Jones sorry. Jr. I think I'll, but I'll I tell mean, you what it is. Mike Tyson's 54, 55 years old. He is. Yeah. But th- this is what I think it is, is to make it to that level, you've got to have some kind of competitive screw loose in you that you're just a, you're com- you're a competition-aholic, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. There's There's no a hall in competition. I understand that. But you're a competition-aholic. Right. And, and especially with a guy like Manny, who, if he ever steps foot with a on a major league baseball team as a player, he's got an eighty. He's got one hundred sixty two. Is one hundred sixty two or eighty? I don't know. He's got a lengthy suspension. He's still got to serve because of that's PED, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a positive PED test. Yes. You know, and so there's a reason we haven't seen him anywhere near major league baseball for a number of years. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Mike Tyson. I feel like it was kind of the same way that he, you know, he lost and then he just kind of tailed down and, and probably ended up retiring, getting out of the game before he was ready to, Yeah, you know, I bet, I bet you Manny Ramirez has been contemplating, like trying to figure out a way that he could get back into baseball without having to serve a suspension, um, Mm -hmm, without, you know, without any kind of stigma attached to him. And I guess it took this long. It's Australia's the right spot for him. So. I guess so. Well, in in it, again, just to make the parallel, Oscar De La Hoya announced his uh, he's coming out of retirement as well. And he's forty seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, I think it's the same thing. Just they want the competition, and it's a love for the sport too. 
you know that yeah i think it is a love for the sport yeah, but is like, it a money grab i mean we have to ask mm, that question and that's the thing is it very well could be manny ramirez going to australia doesn't feel like a money money grab i don't feel like he's going to be making that, enough money that it's like yeah you know that Mike tyson that could very well be a money grab de la hoya that could very well be a money grab um i don't know yeah and you know, guys like you got Tom Brady, who's forty-two, still playing football. See, and great answer, yeah, absolutely a great you know, example. And he's obviously not just playing for the money because his wife makes more money than he does. Yeah, and always has, and always will. Yeah, right. You know, so it, there, it's love of the game. You know, just play as long mm-hmm. as you can, as long as they're willing to let you. So, well, Brett Favre, when was he? How old was he when he finally? And I mean, for the final time. Yeah, like the the fifth time, whatever. I want to like say he was seventy eight years old or something. He was. That like sounds a more right. That sounds more right. Yeah, yeah. A million. <laughs> yeah, he was a million. Well, and I mean, Nolan Ryan pitched till he was what forty five. Forty five. I think he was forty five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he literally pitched until his elbow told him he could not pitch anymore. He said he heard it pop. Yeah. 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 yeah so that was. I mean, I love it. Look, yeah. don't get me wrong. I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. These guys. These guys who you would expect to be older, broken, mm-hmm. slow, overweight, whatever, they're like, nah, man, I still got it. And then they mm-hmm. go out and they prove themselves, at least like you made the, you made the, the reference about Manny Machado taking BP. Well, have you seen these Mike Tyson videos right now? Because oh, he, they're terrifying. He, like yeah, this, I, well, it's this like on the hangover. It's frightening. He still got it. <laughs> he still got it. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, so I just, I, I, anyway, I've just, this is funny that we bring it up because I've been thinking about this topic a lot. And mm-hmm. for those of us, th- those of us who are, are injured or have, have sustained a significant injury in their lives, you know, who might be, maybe can identify as disabled to a certain degree, like I can, then, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's actually, it's inspiring to see these guys coming out of retirement and using these bodies that should be totally mm-hmm. broken down. And they're still overcoming. And I think, anyway, I just think it's amazing. So what I'm saying is, as long as Manny's being Manny without a PED, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't care where he is, he should be trying to play baseball. If he feels like he can, mm-hmm. good for him. No PEDs. There we yeah. go. Yeah, I agree. Can I just say, finish up with one more thing there? Yeah. So, so I had a buddy when I was in college who, he was an elite uh, defensive lineman. Like, okay. Uh, I asked him where he got. I knew I knew he played football at a high level. I was like, "Where'd you get your your, uh, your scholarship offers?" And we went to a school where there was not any football. It's like, "Where'd you yeah, get your, your uh, Where'd you get offers?" He's like, "Oh, just some smaller schools." I was like, "Oh, really?" And his wife was like, "No." She's like, "Florida wanted you. Miami wanted you. Alabama, Texas, like every single SEC, ACC, like you name any southeastern school or southern school, they wanted him because he's six seven three fifty. Okay. Dude, the dude was massive and he was fast. He was athletic. He's still athletic a couple years removed from football. And so yeah. I was like, why didn't you do it? He's like, I just decided I'd rather go to med school. It's like, dude, <laughs> and see, I could not relate to that. And you know, I was like, yeah. I was like do, do you miss it? He's like, nah, not really. And I couldn't relate to that because I, I had to stop playing baseball before I was ready. I had a shoulder, I have a shoulder issue. Couldn't throw yeah. anymore. And so my pursuit of my end goal was cut short. His, mm. he decided this is it. I'm done. No more. So he doesn't miss. He's got closure. And I feel like, you know, maybe Manny, maybe Manny Ramirez, he didn't get that closure. Yeah. And that's, and that's why, you know, so I that guess makes I'm kind sense. of reiterating a point for, from earlier, but that's, that's really my experience with it. 
And so yeah, I, th- I think good. he's he's going down to Sydney to get that uh, get that closure with the game. But. That's a great point. That's that's no. awesome. So we have to move on, and it's yes. unfortunate, but but the the Mariners and the Astro or the, excuse me, not the, the Astros, the Athletics. Yeah, they they had to postpone mm-hmm. through Wednesday because yep. of COVID in the Athletics organization all mm-hmm. kind of probably bigger than we think it is right brad it could be um all i've heard so far is that it was tuesday wednesday that they're postponing those games yeah um and you know i was i was really actually bummed out because you had a big outbreak in the central you had a big outbreak in the east you know there wasn't um there wasn't anything going on in the west despite you know all the all the teams and and really i mean the hot spots you know, given given uh, Washington, California, Arizona, not good situations there for a while. I mean, Arizona yeah, was finally right. settling down again. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, did pretty good there for a while. Did pretty well. And then you got the got the A's. And hopefully it is just Tuesday, Wednesday, because they said within the organization. They didn't say a yeah, player. Right. They didn't say a coach. <laughs> you know, it may have been a front office person who was like, rut row, you know, and then let yeah. everybody know. And then just as a precaution there. They're postponing those. There must be a couple doubleheaders. You know, played some doubleheaders last week. Not a big deal. But yeah. But yeah, I think I think it'll be okay. I don't think we're yeah. gonna have a, a big issue with it. Okay, so but do you like the way they went about that? Do you think that they look, we're we have some COVID cases, it's within the organization, that's all we're gonna tell you. Do you like that or do you wish they had been more forthcoming with detail? I don't think they owe us anything as far as details. I'm sure they gave Seattle some details. And who did they pl- who have they been playing? I think they've been playing the Astros. Let me double mm. check here real quick. Um, but I'm sure that there are more details within the league. Yeah, of um, course. You know that. Let's see. They were playing. Didn't play today. Yeah, they've been playing the Astros over there. Playing the Astros the weekend. Didn't play Monday. So um, I do feel like those other teams know more about what's going on than what the public does. And I think that's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. You know, if it does get to be a big thing where it spreads throughout the, the A's organization to the players and coaching staff, whatever. And then there happens to be an outbreak with the Astros, then you've got trouble. And I feel like they should let everybody know because you got to know what to expect. You know, like I know nobody's traveling and planning on going to games or anything, but I'd still like to know what to expect with my team. You know, sure. Yeah, so, and, yeah that makes and that's kind of what it was with with St. Louis and Miami. You, you've got to know what's going on. You got to know if your team's going to be playing, and because it, it's more widespread than that. You know, like if I know the Mariners were in Anaheim today, so that's not so much of an issue because they're probably not going to Oakland until Wednesday night. Right. Yep. But you know, if there was whoever played the Astros played, you know, are they going to spread it? <laughs> you know, it could be much bigger yeah, you, issues there so you wonder yeah because if it's in the press box i mean just think about the press box for a minute you got all those seats right next to each other so mm-hmm. you know their co- their social distancing physical distancing whatever we're calling yeah. it these days and yeah they're and that's a nice distance, thing is, but still in the same room yeah yeah and they, and i from what i've seen with pictures is they're limiting how many people are actually in the press box they're putting some of them in the stands yeah some exactly. of the media in the stands which i think is cool um yeah it, it's cool it's smart, actually. i like that but but yeah i don't know uh, I think I do think Oakland's gone about it very smart, though. Like it helped having the day off today. Yeah. So we'll see. Do you think that the media in the stands are are given the same tiered 
seating arrangement that the fans are like look you can only afford this many you have only this many readers so so you're up in the nosebleeds <laughs> and <laughs> it's just like the we're gonna let sports illustrated sit in the puffy chairs behind home plate um but everybody else you know <laughs> the athletic they're 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 in the clubhouse like they don't even need seats um that's how good they are you know what i mean like well you know i did notice the interns are up in the nosebleeds (laughs) student journalists are like you know if student journalism even exists anymore uh, i was watching a game the other day i can't remember who it was watching a game with the pals the other day and i noticed (laughs) that (laughs) there were there were some media members sitting right down behind home plate like field level they had they had some tables there and you know they might have been club personnel i don't know but they seemed they seemed like they might have been media you know they're sitting Mm. six feet apart a few looked like um like buffet tables and then i've seen pictures of media members still up in the box but you know Mm. maybe two in a row and if you've ever seen those press boxes they're huge huge the big league ones are huge yeah yeah, like if you've got two people on a row you've got at least 15 feet between them yeah you know so so yeah, yeah for sure um Huh. But yeah, so they're definitely spreading everybody out, and and I do think you're right though. Some people are kind of getting the raw deal. Some are up higher, and, and then some get yeah, to be right so. down there, <laughs> field level. But I don't know. Got to I don't be. know what's going on. Yeah, but, that's yeah. awesome. It's fun. So Brig, let's talk Yanks for a minute. No, let's take a break, bro. Let's <laughs> let's take a break, and and we'll come back. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break, and then we get back. No, to talk Yanks I was for a just want to get out of it. It's. <laughs> You see, like we, this has been so successful till now. Why break up a good thing? <laughs> the first rule of a no-no is you don't talk about it, Brad. <laughs> well, it's definitely not a no-no anymore. Let's just let's clear that. First. <laughs> yeah, you blew it. You blew it. You bumped it on my no-no, bro. It's your I don't fault. think that's what happened. I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> we should take a break though, and then when we come back, Brad's gonna rain on my parade, and then we'll talk about trade deadlines. <laughs> yep. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I don't care if I never get back with me. Root, root, root for the home If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Shop Kids Baseball Strikes at 9plusss.com. Welcome back, baseball family. Uh, We are here. We are back. We are not going to have a good time for the next few minutes. <laughs> just, just kidding. Brad's going to have the best time ever, and I expect somewhere around 70% of our listeners probably going to have a great time. The rest of you 30% are going to sit here with me uh, with Dunce Cap on, facing the corner, <laughs> and and I will do my best to represent us with dignity, but honestly, I don't know what to say. So, Brad, you just take it away, will you? So the Yankees stink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> put simply. Now, Brig, let me tell you why. This is the team that was just rolling along saying, oh, 
Injuries. We've been here before. It's just fine. We'll get Aaron Judge back. We'll get John Carlos Stanton back. And then but Stanton has become a as much of a question mark about when you're gonna get him back as you as he is whether or not he's gonna be in the lineup. And now Aaron Judge, who knows when he's gonna get back? I know. I mean, you need those bats come October. You're gonna need those guys. Well, especially no. Judge. No, you're gonna stop you're it. gonna need Judge. You're gonna need Judge. We need, yeah, we need Judge. Okay, thank you. And and let me tell you about the Yankees' the last ten games, Brig. Don't. Stop. I have I'm to gonna, go to bed after this. I'm gonna do it. Well, why would you? T- this is not a good. I'm making it a little bit easier on you, so you can cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Three and seven over your last ten. Four and a half back of the Rays this very moment, and uh, you've got a, got a terrible, terrible record on the road. Six and eight. Okay, not terrible, but it's not good. For a team that's supposed to be as good as the Yankees, you expect that you'd be better than six and eight on the road. Thirteen and six at home, I'll give you that. The friendly confines, whatever. But <laughs> just over the weekend, that's Wrigley. You had okay, <laughs> but you, got... you can't mix metaphors, Brad. <laughs> Not in a nightmare story. <laughs> okay, friendly it's only confines good in are, are it's, it's a general <laughs> term. But anywho, and then over the weekend, <laughs> you've got Araldis <laughs> Chapman giving up a walk off. At home, but on the road to the Mets because the Subway Series had to be moved to the Bronx rather than being played in the Queens. In Queens, did you see that? Yeah. And so Chapman gives up a walk-off, and he's asking for another ball. It's like, dude, you got to know that this is the end of the game. Yeah, you're you're playing on your home mound, but you're the visiting team. And if you give something up, game over. So I, I don't – I don't know if that goes on Aaron Boone or if that goes directly on Chapman because they've got to help him understand the situation. Yeah. You know? And yeah, you're right. And Gary Sanchez, I'll just leave it at that. Um, no. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> I'm not going to pile on. I'm not going to pile on with Gary Sanchez. But he's been DHing lately. Let's just put it that way. And it's not been going well. <laughs> so. I'm sorry. I shouldn't bag on Gary either. <laughs> <laughs> Only because all the other Yankees fans love Gary. And I don't understand and it. I've never been it. in that camp. I mean, I appreciate what Gary brings to the table. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I'm not a fanboy. Like, it seems like most of my fellow Yankee fans are. And I, that's yeah. fine. They're allowed to feel that way. It's 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 fine. Sometimes <laughs> they feel so strongly and they express themselves so loudly. I wonder if I'm the idiot. But... <laughs> No, okay. what it is, Brig, is that I've exp- I've been explaining to you over the years why Gary Sanchez is not the guy. That's what it I is. know. Is you've had me listening. whispering in your ear, whispering in your ear, <laughs> and no, and nobody else has had that. And and here it is. That's Gary true. Sanchez is a minus defensively and erratic, erratic, erratic offensively. There it is. Not worth yeah. it. Not worth it. So, I agree. Not worth and it at that position. So listen. I am going to be the bigger man here, <laughs> and I am going to say that also Garrett Cole, if for the sake of journalism, you see. Oh, yes, yes, yes. For the sake of reporting the truth, okay, <laughs> Gar- uh, Garrett Cole gave up four runs in five innings Oof. over 103 pitches. That's not very good. Cole-esque. I know. 
you would if I hadn't said it was Garrett Cole, would that even have made sense? I would have thought like, it was James Paxton if he wasn't injured. Right? Yes. That would make way more sense. Yeah. Who is, by the way, a good pitcher, but another guy who hasn't been able to stay healthy since he got to New York. That's right. That's exactly right. So so, so Cole gave up eight hits, four walks, and only struck out seven in the five innings and 103 pitches and two home runs. And <laughs> yep. and I'm like, what? <laughs> this is, I think, his 12th home run this season. He's given up something like that. And it's like, I just, you know what it makes me think? What's that? Two things. And they're more of, it's really more summarized effectively through expressions than words. <laughs> okay. So you, you you read these statistics and you go, uh-huh. <laughs> and then you realize how true they are and you go, row <laughs> And I don't know what else to say. <laughs> That's about all you can say. This is my official position. Ruh-roh. <laughs> 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 row <laughs> yeah. Well, here, let me, let me transition a little bit and put this into perspective a little bit. And this is this is what I mean. The Yankees are could actually be in like big trouble. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, four and a half back of the race in the East. And then you've got the Blue Jays right on their heels just a game in back. The, They're five and a half one back game. of the race. Yeah, just one game back of the Yankees. Yeah. And the Blue Jays made some moves this weekend. Made some moves That's exactly to get right. The Blue Jays are not playing for the wild card. They're not playing for second place. They're playing for no. the division. They want to catch the Rays. They've got more talent. I, I read something the other day that said they've got more talent than they know. And when they realize yeah. that potential, they're going to be very good and a very scary team for the rest of the Well, listen, the rest of the that's what together. I've been saying the whole You've time. You've been saying it for a year. You've been saying it forever. That's sure. what I've been saying. Yeah. <laughs> that's absolutely. the problem. And I that's know. the problem the Yankees are running into. The Yankees made no moves. I no know moves. they could have they could have gotten Robbie Ray for the second year in a row. There is a chance they could have gotten him from the D backs and they didn't do it. Cashman I says know. there were no substantial offers. Robbie Ray was a substantial offer. He was moved. Obviously, they could have gotten him. They could have gotten Mike Clevenger, who, you know, probably wouldn't have been happy about cutting his hair, shaving his beard, whatever. But, but they could have tried could have brought in Mike Clevenger. I know could have brought in Archie Bradley. There were guys on the block to solve and fill places that the Yankees needed, and they didn't do it, and they're going to be in trouble come the end of the month, and it's going to be fantastic for everybody who hates Let, the Yankees. Sh- stop it. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. Do you know how many games are left in the season? Pop quiz. Like 30? 27. 27. If you're listening to this on Tuesday morning, this is 27 games left in the season. We Literally have one month left. We don't have time to not be making trades and filling gaps. Like if if look, if Stanton is injured, that's fine. Give him the Ellsbury treatment. Nobody knows what that means. <laughs> we just never saw him again, and it was actually magical. It worked because out because it worked out. It was great. Guess who is stepping up to the plate? Literally stepping up to the plate. Look at that <laughs> metaphor. Hey, there you go. Clint Frazier. And I'm just saying, oh, my word. This is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even like I can't be 
dignified about it, and I don't think that all my other cohort of Yankee fans would feel differently. This is so stupid. And the problem is, it's injuries. It sure is. You can't deny that. But at the same mm-hmm. time, we're paying for these people to be hurt. Yeah. And that drives me nuts. I know you can't plan for it. I know nobody saw it coming. But come on. It's just painful. Let's acknowledge it. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah. It is. But you know what? You know who did make some wheels and deals over the weekend? Dude. Yeah. San Diego. And, San and... Diego. Yeah, Holy that's right. Smokes. Founded by the Germans. But <laughs> they, they're they my new favorite. I'm riding the San Diego train all the way to you a World should, Series bro. win this year. I'm riding it all the you way. Should. I'm telling yes. you. Like, it. For real, they're going to win the World Series this year. They are loaded. They got – okay, this is this is one thing. I got yeah. a text from a buddy today, my buddy Adam. You know Adam. Yeah, I know. He uh, he said, hey, what do you think about that Austin Nola deal? And I said, you know, at first I was a little upset because I kind of like Austin Nola. He's a good hitter. He's hitting over 300. But at the same time, he did lose a game for the Mariners in San Diego last week. There were a couple pass balls that, you know, shouldn't have been got by him but then i was like you know what that's actually a need that the padres have they need a better catcher because the mariners stole four bases on on the san diego catcher that day that's right all on the catcher none of them were on the catcher all on the catcher they were for sure running every chance they got you know so they can forgive a couple pass balls i think because they're better defensively they're better pitching overall and they've got mike clevenger now like don't mess with San Diego pitching. Don't mess with San Diego. They're so good. They've got a couple up up and comers. I can't think of their names off their head off the top of my head. I should have them ready, but um, I, gosh, I can't think can't think of the kid who was pitching against the Mariners last week and just like owning them, just yeah. owned them, and like and not just you know like the guys at the bottom of the order. The Mariners have several guys sitting over three hundred right now or around it, and they couldn't do anything with him. Yeah, at least three. Yeah, because. Kyle Lewis has been has come back down to earth and he's not hitting 350 anymore. That's right. And now he's, he's only, what is he? Batting 330. 350. Still over 300. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's one of the best hitters in the American League right now. Yeah, um, but you know the rest of the teams at like 195. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I know. I know Kyle Seager's back down. Kyle Seager's down at his at his average at 290, and then so, J.P. Yeah, Crawford's yeah. around 300. But you've got like, I mean, they cut Daniel Vogelbach because he was batting 94. He's not gone. 940. 094. Yeah, 094, and he yeah. took it all the way to Canada. <laughs> well, not Canada, Buffalo. Excuse yeah. me. Shuffled off to Buffalo. Yeah, but. the Buffalo Shuffalo. <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, that's right. I want to say it was <laughs> Javi Javi Guerra. That guy was just throwing straight gas, and it was filthy, and nobody could hit him. And he he's very good, very very good. Yeah. Austin Adams came over from Seattle. He's a good pitcher. Like San Diego, man. I just look out, look out. I know, I know. You know what I was excited to see about this trade situation? What's that? Pudge Rodriguez kid is uh, his name's Derek Rodriguez, and he he got traded to the Tigers from the Giants. And oh, nice, yeah, I think, and that's and it's nice, right? I don't know, it's yeah. nothing special, it's nothing fun, you know, it's not it's not spectacular as far as playoff races or anything like that. But it's nice, and it's gonna get it's a headline that this kid needs. And mm-hmm. I what I think is cool about it is that you know this 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 man. 
Pudge produced a pitcher. I think that that makes perfect sense to me. It's a cool story. That's all. I just wanted to bring and it up. I think it is. It is kind of funny. I was actually thinking about that, that, that he's a pitcher because it's like a lot of times you'll have um, a major league player's son will be, um, will be a position player, a player the position, same. Yeah, close, yeah. To yeah. close to right. play because he's going to teach him, you know, yeah. um, or yeah. if he was a pitcher, he might produce a catcher, you know, because he's throwing to him, whatever, but it's, that Pudge was a catcher, so he's like, "Bring it, whatever you want to throw, I'll catch it." I got you, and I, and yeah. I can help you hone it. You know, I thought that was pretty cool that he learned yeah. from a big league catcher how to pitch, which I think is a pretty good thing. Pretty good thing. Yeah, and I was thinking so, going back the other way, like you said, a lot of the a lot of pitchers raise catchers, but this is the other way around, and I think it's even more special because mm-hmm. that is such a unique perspective. It's so fine tuned. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, there are so few catchers real impact catchers out there like pudge was uh i just think like man i hope that guy knows how lucky he is <laughs> yeah because i mean that's one of the things i was working with my cousin who was pitching and uh i was like i was like here you know i can't make a ball curve i don't know how to i can't right. do it with my arm yeah. i was like but i can help with your mechanics because i've caught a lot of bullpens you know so like yep. i was like you know s- you know stretch a little bit farther or whatever you know going through everything and and it helped him and so I feel like Pudge could do a lot with his mechanics and really his pitching approach too. That I'm sure that his approach is second to none. You know, even well, if it's maybe not an ability thing because he's not a star even quite yet. But, but yeah, I'm sure his mental approach to pitching is like that's what job. I was going to say. Well, and not just the mental approach to pitching, but the mental approach to success, to greatness, mm-hmm. to overcoming adversity and resilience and all the stuff. That makes you Pudge Rodriguez is good. Mm-hmm. You know, if he, if he can give half of that to yeah. his, to his kid Derek, the kid's going to be in great shape. So, yeah, uh, sure. and obviously with his own identity and his own learning and his own trials and all the stuff that has mm-hmm. to happen. But yeah, I think I think he's in a good spot. So yeah. I I thought that was neat. The father son story is always cool. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it really is. And, and you know, like you said, all the the second generation guys up in Toronto. I mean, that's right. Where it's, it's coming from, so yeah, it's a real thing. no, it's it's cool. Now the Reds made an acquisition; they acquired Brian Goodwin from the Halos, mm-hmm. and um, Goodwin's twenty-nine-year-old lefty. He's hitting two forty-two, four homer, seventeen RBIs with the Angels right now. Does mm-hmm. that give the Rays what for you? The Reds, or excuse me, the Reds. Yeah, is is that for the Reds? The 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 last little icing on the cake, or are they plugging a hole? I think they're just plugging a hole. Um, to be completely honest with you, I wouldn't have been surprised if they had dealt Bauer because he's coming up on an expiring contract, and mm-hmm. you could get a haul for a guy like that right now, and such yeah. a haul that you could still compete. Totally. And uh, yeah, I'm so, honestly like with the way things went, I'm surprised the Padres <laughs> didn't go after him. New York, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> the yankees could have gone for him yeah you need a pitcher especially one like that man i'm just saying it's fine (laughs) it's fine but but they didn't he probably feels about new york the way that friggin the kid did so you know it's none of my business yeah Yeah. none of my business i I, I I don't see him feeling that way though i could i could very well see him feeling that way but i don't i don't think at this point he has a no trade clause in his contract and right. i don't think he would just not go 
No, I don't think so. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. The Brewers seem like they're playing pretty good ball right now, and the yeah. Reds are not so much. I don't know that the Reds are going to make it, and I don't know. I don't it, know. Yeah, but it, that's it the question because they it could be a hole. I don't think he's a difference maker. Uh, uh, he's he's not necessarily a plus plus defensively. He's good defensively, and he can he can hit, but he's yeah. not a guy who you. He's not a guy you put behind your best hitter to protect him. You know they're not no, going to put him behind Joey Votto. No, and he's not there every day. Yeah, guy. Yeah, so you know it's it's just not. Yeah, that's so. okay. Yeah, but yeah, I no, I was I, I was I want to see more from the Reds. That's I was I, hoping it would work out. Yeah, I would. I am too. And I like I said, I was legitimately surprised they didn't trade Bauer because yeah, I thought yeah. it was going to happen. Yeah, you did. Like it. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the Indians dealt Clevenger. Obviously, they're not happy with him. But they were talking about dealing Lindor, and the Indians yeah, are, you know, they're right there in the mix. They're tied with the White Sox. And the fact that they were yeah. even considering trading Lindor makes you wonder about either, A, their approach, B, what's going on with Lindor in the in the clubhouse, or if they don't think they're actually going to make a run this year. And they're just That's like, what you know I'm what? saying. Yeah, we're, we're in first place, but what ifs? Yeah, there's a there's so. a roster depth problem or something something's happening. Yeah. Injury that we don't know about yet, something. Yeah. Yeah. So that some interesting stuff even didn't happen today that I was kind of like, "Huh. That's Yeah. That's strange." But, like the Yankees not trading for anybody. Uh, I know. I know. I saw so much stuff coming up across for other teams and I was surpri- I was really surprised not to see something for the Yankees cuz I really thought that didn't? was going to happen. Who somebody else didn't trade for anybody? What was so, it Phillies? Uh, yeah. the The one that comes to mind for me was the Rangers because I saw that they were really trying to deal Gallo. Right? Oh, that's right, Joey Gallo. And and Joey Gallo didn't go anywhere. He's still with Texas. Yeah, he is still there. So, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I think but, the Phils didn't do anything though, right? No, I don't think they did. I didn't I don't see, think I they didn't did. See it. It's a little yeah. bit heartbreaking. I don't mm-hmm. know, cutting their losses maybe. I don't know. I feel, yeah. Well, and uh, Ben Attendee didn't get dealt. That's right. He didn't the, move, which is shocking. Uh huh. I would. I mean, I would have gone for him because. Yeah. I mean, like, but you know, like we talked about before, that maybe somebody looked into him and there is an issue there. That's right. You know, and. That's that exactly may, that right. That may be the problem there. I don't know for sure. Um, J.D. Martinez didn't go anywhere for the, for the Red Sox. He's still there. I, I was expecting the Red Sox to have a fire sale. Yeah, but Mitch Just, Moreland left. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. And it's like, uh, we're going to halfway dismantle this thing. I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. I like think the Red Sox so, are a team to keep an eye on during the during the offseason. Something's happening. I'm not sure what it is. Not sure yeah, where exactly. it's going. Yeah, exactly. There are indicators, though. Yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely happening there. Yeah. 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 All right. Listen up, baseball family. We want to know what you think. Have you been excited or upset about the trade deadlines? Do you think that what is happening makes perfect sense to you, or are you as boggled as we are? Because we literally have 27 games left in the season. We're down to one month, and I will be having a World Series party in my cul-de-sac very, very soon. I cannot be more excited about that. Um, don't forget, before you jump out of here, get on the shop, 9plusus.com. 
I'm wearing my baseball things hat tonight. Nice. It's uh, it's one of my favorites actually. I only keep it. I only really wear it for the podcast, so you know you guys are getting special treatment when I'm wearing my baseball <laughs> things hat. But it's uh, it's one of my favorites. Everything we got all, new stuff coming out all the time, and now that it's starting to get a little colder, the weather's starting to turn, especially for our friends up in the north. We're going to be releasing more sweats, and we're going to you know stuff like that. So there, that's a tease for you. Um, Nineplusus.com. It's n i n e p l u s u s dot com, and uh, yeah. Stay tuned for the next release. If you want early release information, you need to jump on the group uh, Nine Plus Us VIPs on Facebook. It's a private group. Come and join. That's right. And don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Tell your friends about us. You can even send us an email. Let you, let us know what you think about the podcast. If there's a topic you want to hear about, if you have a question for us, send it through the mailbag. We'll give you a shout out. And baseball family, thanks for joining us. We will catch you next week. Thank you.